Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. up everybody welcome to another episode of the moto aftermath show 450 outdoor preview Woo! this is not a press conference quit fucking clapping i did the same thing last year in the previous show i got amped up favorite time of the year people the great outdoors here um so moto aftermath show still presented by tlr coatings all year long here so as we go through they will still be our presenting sponsors make sure to check them out for all your powder coating needs uh please subscribe to the channel Help us out, watch these episodes. Even if you don't watch them the day they premiere, watch them at some point during the week. Follow us on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, if you want to help support the channel, Amazon links in the description below. Click those. We get a small slice. So you can buy anything on Amazon. Once you click that link, just click it. Uh, go to Patreon. Donate on there. That helps out. Thanks to the one patron we have. And you can go on Teespring, which there will be a link in the description below. We have a couple of t-shirt designs. You go on there, buy those. That really helps us out. So how we're going to do this is the same way we did it last year. Uh, we are going to basically go team by team, talk about the guys on each team and what we kind of think they're going to do for the year here. And at the end, we will give our championship predictions. And probably be wrong. Probably just, be wrong. Just like we because are pretty we much fucking every suck. Yep. Yep. So, Big time. It's cool. So let's get started here with our one outlier we wanted to cover. Moogie. And just so people know, and this is not throwing shade at guys like Henry Miller, Alex Ray, Adam Knapp. We're covering Mookie because let's be real, those guys are good, and they'll probably be the people that round out from 15 to you know the top 25. But let's be real, Mookie brings exposure to no matter what he's doing, and he had a better Supercross season than I think most people expected. Yes. So, so uh, let's start with him. Privateer Kawi, maybe Suzuki. Uh, BTO and Seven is helping him. We're not really sure. Uh, if I were to make a educated guess, I'd probably say that Kawi that he was riding before he got the call at JGR, because that's what it sounds like he has in the garage in uh, in Haines City. Um, I don't know, man. You know, Mookie is just kind of he's kind of an enigma to me because you know he's got the speed and the talent, but you know he doesn't put in the work when it, especially when it comes to outdoors. You know, the whole he raced Mookie, well, that doesn't really work outdoors. You can go hard for about ten minute sprints. And then you're going to be suffering for a long time. I'm going to say at least the first half of the year, he is 15 to 25 at best. Yes, yes, because you know he's not going to come in because, let's be real, he really wasn't even in 20-minute shape. 20-minute shape. Uh, the best thing I can say for Mookie is I agree. I think that he might have some flashes where he's 15 to 10. But I think the best thing for Mookie, if he really wants to take this serious and change the narrative on him, finish the whole season. Yep. Don't skip out because... Because we know how he feels about outdoors. We know how he feels about his program. Um, I think the only thing you can really count on is is that his uh, his qualifying times are probably going to be inside the top ten. Yep. That's probably about it. He's going to get good. He's going to be blazing yes. He's going to be blazing fast, and then he's just going to fade about 11 minutes in. Yes. And literally, we'll be watching the clock every time to see when it gets to 11 minutes. See how hour. right we are. Yes, exactly. There. So, uh, yeah, 50, I say... Average 15 to 25, I would agree with that assessment. Because, yep. I mean, I think guys... At least out, for the first half of the season. Because I honestly think guys like Alex Ray can probably pace, run the same speed as him for a whole 35-minute moto. Yeah. Not speed for speed, but endurance. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. So that was our one outlier. Now we'll move on to teams. 
First team up, JGR, and they've got three dudes, but one dude might be out after like the first four rounds. We're not really sure. So let's start with the one dude that we're not really sure. So Phil has a 450 fill-in ride until Bogle comes back. I think he keeps the ride if he gets inside the top 10. I can't believe they didn't give him a ride, period. Yeah, because I don't, I don't want to hear them, oh, well, we don't have the bikes. Well, you clearly had the bikes if you had Bogle, Weston, and Mookie riding for you, so let's yeah. Um, You know, I'll let you start because you're you. I like Phil, but you're more of a Phil guy than I am, to be honest with you. Phil is solid outdoors. Okay. And and he's consistently there. Like, he's, he's not like a guy that gets a bunch of injuries mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, is he winning races? No. Is no. he podium? No. Is he a... He's been top five. Five, five to ten guy? Yes, consistently, through the whole outdoors. So I don't get why he's having such a hard time finding a ride. I mean, you know, his attitude kind of sucks, but he <laughs> puts in the results. Which really, his attitude isn't even, it's like he has a cocky attitude. He's just never a beat about he's anything. He's negative. Yeah, he's literally like bad Phil. This show sucks. I know. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I would agree with you, and I, I'm very hopeful that if he does ride well the mm -hmm. first few rounds here before Bogle comes back, he continues to get the ride there. But with all these guys... Do you think he can be top ten? And we we always go through this. Oh, guys, stay healthy. We know somebody, unfortunately, maybe two guys is going to get hurt. But all these guys, is he a top ten guy this year? Because let's be real, the years past, the guys he were beating. Well, what was it? Twenty sixteen. The last he was fifth. fifth. Yes. So, but he the but he was beating a rookie Benny Bloss, a Weston Pike who was not healthy, Andrew Short who was retired, a Henry Miller or not Henry Miller, but Frederick Norin. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I have nothing wrong. I like Phil. I, I think that contrary to popular belief, I think that it is just kind of a persona that he puts on. Yeah. Because I, I not personally, but I've known Phil in a see you at the track, see you at amateur nationals for a long time. And he never really was like that. He was just kind of like, oh, hey, whatever. I don't really care. Um, I think he can be a top 10 guy. But the problem is, is that Phil still, I know that we make these jokes, well, Kyle Peters is going to Kyle Peters. And, uh, you know, Jerry Robbins is going to Jerry Robin. Phil Nicoletti sometimes is going to Phil Nicoletti and going to ragdoll himself into the ground. Last night in Supercross was yes, a perfect exactly. example. So it's really hard for me because he hasn't raced outdoors in two years. And he's going into a class that, let's be real, the top ten. And just he the top outdoors last year? No, he didn't. He was on a 250? Uh, he didn't even have a ride last year. I think he got hurt after Supercross. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because I remember checking that because I wanted to see when he got top five. And it was 16, his last year that he rode. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be very hard to get in the top ten this year. Yeah, it's very it's very top heavy this year. After that, but I still much. I still think he I think he does. Okay, so what's I his think. best finish of the year, moto wise? Can he get anywhere near a top five, or is everybody going to have to struggle if he's going to even come close to that? Hey, maybe it's hard to say because there's just so many motos mm -hmm. throughout the summer and different yeah. tracks and weather and. He'll be going to the hard pack stuff. Yeah. So okay, um, Bogle. Is he like a question mark to you? Because he's a little bit of one. Can we I, know I, I know I was hyping him in Supercross, thinking like, oh, he's going to come in and he's going to be better because he had a good outdoor season, whatever. But what? now he's just like a big question mark of, is he even going to be able to ride? He's got to prove, not just to me, but everybody else, that he could make it around without getting hurt. Yeah. But he did win an overall last year. Very, the most unexpected he thing won, He ever. won an overall, and he won two motos. Yes. So. Uh, I'm not... I'm not one of those guys that believes in flukes because it's hard to do it for 35 minutes, but let's be real. Uh, he got a little bit lucky last year with those two wins. Perfect circumstances. Eli and Marvin Baggett all stacked up into the first turn, and he just got to start and sprinted away. Yeah. Um, I 
I think the biggest thing for me before I could even say what Bobo's going to do is he's got to prove he can get it through a round without getting yeah. hurt. No, I'm, I'm with you on that because, yeah, he just he, – he raced two races this year. I got hurt say, He hasn't done anything this year, so now I'm like, is he? Uh, I don't know. And it's been head injuries and like oh, bad head and injuries. And like he's getting, you know, blurry vision yeah. halfway into the motos, and which that's not good at no. all. So he's a big question mark. I agree with that. Yeah. Very big question mark. And then the last one, Weston Pike. Dude. The bulldog. Where's, yeah. where's your bulldog finishing? It's to me. <laughs> bulldog. He is a bulldog. And and he is a better outdoor guy than Supercross. Um I think he's top 10 all year long. I really do. He was top five last year. Granted, there was guys that hurt. But let's be real. Weston is one of those guys that he just, which he shouldn't be because we've talked about it before. He's the perfect example of privateer island. To, it's like rags to riches. Yeah. He is the one guy because you look at him and he just manhandles the bike and, you know, literally buries the bike into the ground that he doesn't look like he's going fast, especially part of it is because of his stature. But then you looked at the lap times and he's like fifth fastest. Now, I'm not going to say that with the guys that we have that are racing this year. But, I mean... If he's not top 10 all year long, I'm going to be very surprised. And I think he'll get into the top five a few times at certain tracks. You know, places mm -hmm. like Muddy Creek, he's really good at Red Bud. You know, he likes Washougal. So, I mean, I think if you're, you know, J-Bone and, you know, Coy and all those guys, that top 10 after last year is a good goal to set. I think so, too. So, so yeah. All right, cool. So, JJR should have a solid-ish year, courtesy of Weston. If Phil and Bogle don't get hurt. If Phil and Bogle don't get hurt. <laughs> all right, moving on. Next team. Team will make your head explode if you're a fan of Yamaha. Monster Energy, uh, niche. Uh, Is there, are they still a sponsor? No, <laughs> that's why I said it. Uh, Yamaha factory backing. Uh, Bell, Bell Helmets, uh, Alpine Stars, Yamaha team. Blue rims. Yeah, blue rims and uh, two riders that will make you just kind of go blah, 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 at the end of the day. Uh, well, let's start with the uh, the one guy that actually is healthy, which I think is rejuvenated. Justin Barsha. And we were both, even though I was pumping him, I definitely didn't expect his Supercross season before he got hurt to go that well. Uh, Justin Barsha. Hold on. I'll surprise you. Top five guy all year. I was going to say the exact same thing. Top five guy all year. I really do. I, I mean, dude, with the way his Supercross season went, and we know that he is an outdoor guy, and yep. he's got wins before, even if you're somebody that hates him, and I know you don't hate him, I just know you're very, you were... Skeptical. What, what, was the oh. thing, what was the thing that you were using, you know, uh, plus to minus? You were talking about, like, expectation versus... You had, you had something uh, you were yeah, saying. I don't remember, man. But anyways, a long time ago. but anyways, even for you, you don't hate Barsha, but you're very skeptical of him. Yep. Uh... Even if you're somebody that truly hates Barshi, you got to realize that speed does not wear off, and he is killing it right now. Yeah. So. I mean, the end of Supercross wasn't the best for him. He came back from the injury, but he came back from the injury and didn't struggle like we've seen him in the last few years, yep. where he came back and was getting, like, 15th. And I think he, he was doing the same thing as Baggett. in top 10, yep. yep. I think he was doing the same thing as Baggett, just riding outdoors and racing Supercross on the weekends. Yep. So top five guy. I mean, I think that you got to go in thinking that, hey, man, he's going to carry this over. So, mm -hmm. Did he sign a contract extension for after this year, or is he still on just this year? I think he's just on this year. So, yeah, so he's riding for a ride, too, so this could get a little interesting there with him. Yep. And then his teammate. Oh, God. I just, I get headaches, man. You want me to go get the hammer and just beat you with it? Something, and we can figure dude. it out, or you want to flip a coin as we to what he's going to do? so, and we're not the only ones, so far off on this one. Cooper Webb. You're like, you know he has the speed to win, and he should be winning championships. And he's just like, dude, he just doesn't gel with that bike. His technique, his mindset, 
I don't know what it is. It's I don't, bad. I don't think he's going to be on the... He's not going to be on Yamaha next year, let's be real. Without Aaron Plessis... Kick him! Oh, yeah, sorry. What? No, okay. Well, I mean, you know. Um, dude, I don't... It doesn't even sound like he's going to come back till four rounds in, so that'll be high point. Yep. Um, I mean, what... What, he got top five, like, what, two times last year? How much do you think he signs for if he doesn't do oh, anything Jesus. outdoors? Dude, he's... Do you think it's less than 100000 No, I don't think so, because I think he still has... Do you think the... Titles are still carrying him from 250. I think it's just because Cooper Webb still has the phenomena around him that he is kind of like a Malcolm Stewart. Um, I think at most is, you know, quarter of a million. I think that'll be the most he'll sign for. Uh, what do we expect when Coop comes back, even on his good days? Because I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't say anything. I don't know. We haven't really seen him ride much this year. Like, he, again, he, he did the same thing this year he did last year. He built, 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 got on the podium, got hurt. Okay, then if he doesn't get top 10, is he even getting a ride next year? Like, I know that I that's hard to is. believe. I think he is still getting a ride because he's only two years but removed from... But from KTM, though, will it? I mean, I'm saying that's if he doesn't a, get top 10. That's a big question I've heard around the pits, too, of, well, the KTM talk, but then I heard last week that, well, he was following... He started following Roger DeCostro on Instagram, which <laughs> doesn't really prove anything, but... Woo! question mark there so i don't i don't know i think it i think his titles in the 250 class and like you said the phenomena aura around him is still carrying him and will carry him through the next contract but his next contract i don't think unless he does a whole bunch outdoors when he comes back i don't think it's going to be for a ton of money and i don't think it's going to be for any more than two years if it's more than a year, really, if he doesn't do anything outside, I'll be surprised. I think he needs to go to JGR and not even take an offer yes. from KTM to rebuild. Or Sorbo, we've talked about this. Bro, he, yes. he needs to go to JGR and stay close to home and rebuild his whole, yes, his whole brand. Whole career. Everything. Everything. Because I think if he goes to KTM, as much as I like Coop, I think he'll flame out and won't even be racing in the next three. Probably, yes. So... Because we all know he's not going to be able to go to Alden's and handle that. No, and he's a he's very... He's fat dude. No, he's a very fragile guy mentally. Yes. So, And it sucks. I hate to say that because I like Coop. So Yamaha will have a mixed season. Yes, but top fives, hopefully. A little salt, a little pepper. Mm -hmm. Mix the salt and the pepper. No. Like peanut butter and cocaine. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, anything else about Yamaha before no. we move on? Here? Nope. Okay, cool. Let's move on to the next team. Next team up on the list, RM, Rocky Mountain, ATV, Bubba's Burgers, uh, Smokehouse, whatever that is. The K the other KTM team is the what we're going to call them. non-factory KTM team. So um, let's start with the lesser here. Let's start with Blos. What does Blos do this year? What does the baby giraffe handle this year? <laughs> you, how many times do you think Gio calls him that on the broadcast? All the time. <laughs> Just to piss him off. All the time. He gets I'll an idea with a baby giraffe. When we watch Hangtown, and they, we're going to have something, and we're going to take shots of it every time he says baby oh, giraffe God, on the broadcast. kind of like when Blos Remember when we did that with Jimmy? Jim Holly? Jimmy! <laughs> we called him Jimmy. We're taking a shot of Fireball. We oh, were drunk after five minutes. I know we were. Uh, uh, man, you know what? I, I don't know. He's he's another one of those guys. That, he's not as fast as Weston. Is he a 10 to 15 guy? Yeah. Oh, for sure. For okay. sure. I think he's 10 to 15. 15. Yes. 10 to 15. Um, Sounds good. I think, and I agree with Jason Thomas, and he said this on the last Pulp Show, because Benny really doesn't have a big platform of what he's done yet, because he's still new. I mean, he's only been pro for three years now. Yep. I think he needs to be more towards the top 10 than the 15th. Yep. To Because I think he has one more... I don't know if he has one more year if this is his last year. I think actually it might be his last year. I think this is contract year for yeah, him. I think he needs to be top 10 to get another ride, at least a good ride. 
But, man, once again, when you start talking about the top ten guys, it is very hard to conceive that he's going to be able to be there consistently. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say 10 to 15, yes. I don't know if it's any better than that, to be honest with I you. I don't think so either, to be really Maybe honest. Maybe an eighth or ninth. You know, he's done good at Millville in the past, but, I mean, it's it's really hard. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good. He's, he's very good. so young yes. that he doesn't have – he hasn't developed yet. Yeah, so. he doesn't have the – yeah. Okay, and then their other rider, Blake Baggett. Oh, dude. Do you, do you think he breaks him again? <laughs> I Blake you. I will break him. I Blake Baggett. Uh, to be honest with you, man, and it's really hard for me to say this because I am not a Blake Baggett guy, he's a podium guy all year, dude. I mean, he, I rode, with, he rode with literally a thumb hanging off his hand. Last year. And still, and still was a podium yeah. guy. And we know with him, confidence is everything. And if he can go out there, and I said this, I know we said this in the group text, it was like a month ago, if he can go out and somehow win Hangtown right away and get the monkey off of his back and get the win, the first win of the year out of the way, holy crap, dude. And then when they go to Thunder Valley after what happened last year, I mean, you you got to put him as a top three guy. He is that good. Yeah, yeah, you almost have to. You have to. He El Chupacabra is back. I mean, he finally got that bike dialed in. Mentally, he's there. He's got the swag going on. His he compounded just signed, signed a contract. Oh for yeah, two three years. Yep. I yep. mean, so he knows where he's gonna be. So he's not worried about that. I mean, yeah. dude, you got you got to. Even if you don't like him, you the have puzzle to. pieces have all started coming. Together. He had a great ending to Supercross, mm-hmm. being on the box three times. Where it was looking weeks. really bad. Yeah. And the fact so... that he's been riding outdoors for a month now, oh boy, you know he's ready. Oh, yeah. You know he's ready. But, I okay, so serious question, though. Do you really think he takes Hank down? Do you think he beats Eli at Eli's house there? I think, I'm not going to say 100% sure, but I think he has a better chance than anybody else. Okay, let's do a percentage pie here. Um, percentage he wins Hangtown. I will agree with you. I think his percentage is better than anyone else yes. on this list, but percentage? 45%. Whew, that's high. 45%. I would have gone 20 Twenty percent. Yeah. Well, speaking of Blake Baggett. Yeah. Uh, no, he, I, I think he has the best chance of anybody else. Yes. I'm not gonna say he's going to, because it is Eli's house. But I think he has the best chance. And once again, I will say that if he somehow goes out and wins Hangtown, it can be by a second. It can be by two tenths of a second. I think that his mindset is just gonna be so good to start off the year. And once again, if he's been motoring down outdoors for a month now, I mean, mm-hmm. he's gonna come in more ready than anybody else. Yep. So, yeah, uh, you got to say top three. You really do. You, he's he's a title contender. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. He is in the talk for title this year, definitely. It just if he can get not, you know, he's gotten hurt now, too. Yeah. But Anderson's not going to be after him because Anderson won a title now, so Anderson doesn't fucking care about it. Do they get into it at least once this year, though? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, because I don't think Anderson's going to be up there. But I don't know. That's a whole other topic. So, anything else about this team before mm, we move no. on? No. Nope. Okay, cool. Moving on to the next team. Okay, next team up here, the, real the official team. factory team, Red Bull KTM. We have a question mark underneath Marv's name, guys. There's rumblings that there could be someone, but we haven't heard anything solid yet. I think it's not going to happen. I don't think so either. I really don't. I don't think they're picking anybody up, especially since, because the biggest rumbling I heard was Phil. Yep. Phil's riding for JGR now, so. And yeah. I heard an Australian guy by the name of Kurt Gibbs. Some of you may know him from the Australian team, but I don't think that's going to happen because they just got their series underway. Yep. The only other plausible one that I heard. Jeffrey Hurlings. Oh, my God. <laughs> but no, he's, he's not going to The internet would break. Uh, the only other thing I heard is, and I don't know if you heard this too, was Shane McElrath. But I don't think that's happening because Shane's been motoring down out of Paul and Elsnor on a 250, so yeah, he's not going to the case. I don't think so either. So it's just going to be Marv. Yeah, so Marv. But not a bad not a bad guy to just have as long as he doesn't blow his knee out for the okay. second straight. Well, year. you know, if he 
crashes in the whoops somewhere. Yeah, or, you know, decides to play ping pong ball with Eli in the, you know, half pipe. Or jump into a, uh, what's a it called? Uh, no, it was a UTV, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, no, it was the back of a mule, you're right. Yeah, yeah, so, so in all seriousness, he doesn't do that. In all seriousness. He's a ti- title, dude. He, he's in the title talk. He won eight motos in a row last year. I know that we can talk about what Eli was doing, but still, that's no easy feat. He's in the title talk. I mean, dude, I... The question is, do you think he has the speed? Because Eli's pissed. Mm-hmm. Not only is Eli pissed, Eli's been motoring down outdoors mm-hmm. for a month now. Just like Baggett and just like Barsha. Yeah. Yep. So not only is he pissed, he's ready. Well, you know what the hard thing is, is and we'll get to we we'll get to Eli. We're getting to his team last, but we'll get to that. But the hard thing is, is that you gotta think that if Eli continues to beat Eli Tomac and you know one of the guys coming up on the next team that we're going to talk about, and you know with Baggett's issues last year, Marv is easily the most consistent guy yes. in the 450 class. Yes, and you gotta believe that if everybody else is going to have a bad day, Marv isn't going to have one as long as his knee's not you know popped out. So it's like, you know, he's a title contender, but we know that the outright speed compared to the next, you know, the next couple guys, he isn't quite there. Mm-hmm. But he still is the most consistent, in my opinion. So it's kind of like, I don't really know. He's a title contender, but like, do you really, is he really a title? Is he more of a title contender than Baggett? Because he's been there, but it's like, you know that he's not faster than Blake when Blake's on it. So yeah. I don't, So okay, so here's the, the thing, I guess. I don't necessarily put him as a podium guy all year i put him as a top five guy all year okay but he's yeah he's in the title talk man but i mean i mean because you can't argue with the fact that i mean melville dude he destroyed everybody at melville well uh, yeah he did that he did i mean dude that was like we all thought eli was gonna go in and kill it because that's one of his tracks and Mm -hmm. i mean marv just annihilated everybody and i'm even sitting there going like is this really happening right now is this a real thing like he's like 28 seconds up on eli like holy shit Yep. So, yeah. Are we going to say that he's not, because of his speed, the best chance of winning a title, but because of his consistency? Yep. Is that kind of basically what we should, like, you know, dub for Marv this year? Yep. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, like, conflicted on it because it's like, I know that he's consistent enough, but we know that he's not the fastest guy when everybody's feeling it. Yep. So... I guess we'll just leave it at that. Top five guy, but somehow has the best chance to win a championship compared yeah, to most people. Like, I, I don't guess, get it. I don't know. Like a Ryan Dungey, I guess. I guess the question mark we put underneath him is, is, really, a, for is really for the whole team. It's really I mean, for Mark. I don't know what they're going to do. Okay, no, well, one more thing then. What happens if Mark gets hurt? What does KTM do? Calls of the season. Oh, my God. Like, you, you don't think that they just the say screw it and bring somebody up from the 250 class? Like, if they're... Like, really, like, say Shane's having a bad year in the 250 class, or, like, he just gets off to, like, because KTM has I mean, contractual the question, obligations. The question is, who are they going to bring if Shane's not having a bad well, year? Well, I've I mean, heard who... A-Mart was in the rumblings there for a while, too, but it's like... But is he going to have a bad year, too? I, mean, I don't know, dude. Those like, are he... two pretty decent dudes for the 250 class. I mean, can you really see as an optics thing a KTM, and I get it if it's, uh, this situation is just screwed up because of what's going on with Brock... But with all the contractual obligations that they have, and as well as this team's done in the last five years, can they really afford to not have a guy out there when your counterparts over and overseas are one two in the championship right now? And that doesn't look good for Roger and Ian. I'm, no. I'm just gonna be real. Yeah, I, dude, I don't know. That's a whole shitstorm that I don't even want. But it could happen. It could. Okay. I mean, Marv, Marv almost his season almost ended last year, yeah. like early. So 
just keep an eye on that, people. Like, that'll be a really interesting thing, because I just have a hard time believing them just saying, oh, we're going to pack it up. Like, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. lot of money that they're losing. I know. So, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. Uh, Maybe they come with Michael Lessie. I have a big one. Hey, Mike, you want to come ride? That was a joke. That was not you're, a joke. You're, you're, not get, you're not getting a ride, Mikey. That was not a joke. Okay, let's move on to the next team here. <laughs> Next team on the list here, HRC Honda. Start off with Christian Craig. Where do you put him? I mean, man, honestly, I think he is a top 10 guy because of there's so many more question marks going on with some of these others. He's not faster than Weston and Dino, but, I mean, we were literally just sitting here watching it in Glen Helen, and he was running second. Yeah. And then crashed. Like, literally yeah. just high-sided up the face of that wall. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, we know what he can do, and let's be real, he's the best starter in the class now. Yep. So it's like, his stamina is good, even though somehow he maxes out his heart rate for 35 minutes at 200 <laughs> and doesn't have a heart attack. Um, Dude, the other day when I rode, I had, a, I had one of them that said my max heart rate was 223, and I'm like, okay, you're wrong. You're like, if that's true, my heart is actually on the ground. I died. I just died. During that moto. I died, and I came back to life, and then died again. Um, um, Would you agree, though? I mean, you know that he's not... He's a great starter, but... And he... Dude, I mean, we saw it last year. He ran up front. Look at Redbud. Look at Redbud when he ripped the hole in the first moto. Like, dude, he he ran third for, what, 25 minutes or whatever it was? Something like that, yeah. So I would agree with you. He's a top 10 guy, probably dipping in the top five. Every now and then, uh, uh, yeah. If some guys on, have on problems, on a fairly regular basis, I would say, because he's gonna get a start. That's the thing, you know, he's gonna get a start, and that's nine tenths of the race, to be really honest. And he doesn't make of the race, and he doesn't make huge mistakes either. Yeah, you know, like that that crash where he f- broke his hand last year. He like literally that. just landed in a pocket in the front end. Night, yeah. and it wasn't even like a his doing technique thing. It just yeah. did bad luck. So, yeah, dude, I think, and I think if he keeps on two wheels, I think he has to have a good season because he wants. A 450 ride next year. He doesn't want to go back to 250s, which is really hard considering all the stuff going on at Honda right now. Yes, but yeah, I don't know, man. And then they they have another question mark in Kenny. They do. So let's address this for a little bit. Did you see the Instagram post he had yesterday or earlier? Yeah, I heard it. I seen a little bit of it, but I guess it's a little very the other left side of Kenny. It's not his norm. Yeah, well, he's he was on there and it said that he hasn't been able to ride a lot because he's been having pain. Yeah, well, I mean, dude. So he hasn't been able to put in, like, a full moto yet. I guess he's only getting, like, 20 minutes in, and then it's just yeah. arms going numb or some shit. Yeah, so it's like, ooh, boy. But. Ooh, boy. But if there's one guy in the class that is going to have the cliche heart of a lion, you know it's going to be Kenny. And it's it's really hard. I don't know if it's for you, but we are both Ken Roxa guys. It's very hard to be, uh, you know, objective on this. Because let's be real, and I know it's been two years and two major accidents since 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 then, but let's not forget what he did in 2016. Yeah. He won 20 out of 24, and it should have been 20 out of 24. Mm-hmm. Or 22 out of 24, I'm sorry. Um, I will stand by my comments that if he is top five come the halfway mark, which actually isn't Redbud this year, it's Southwick. Redbud's the seventh round this year. I think it's game on for the championship. I think if he can manage the first half of the season and just be top five, because you know he's going to start off slow, especially if he hasn't been riding. <laughs> if he can start off, you know, if, if he, he if he leaves hang down in the top ten, that's a win for him. Yep. Because three years ago, when he broke road with a broken back, he didn't even get out of hang down without, like, a 23rd. Yeah. If he can make it through the first couple rounds, because that's going to be the hardest, if he can make it through Hangtown and Glen Helen, which you know everybody's just going to be going balls to the wall because it's the beginning of the year, trying to get points. You know, some of the guys that 
aren't in the best situations. They just want to try to get their name out there. Yep. If he can get in the top ten the first two or three rounds, I think he'll be fine. Yep. But I think that that's, as much as I hate to say it, that is going to literally define his season is how the first three rounds go. Yep. Now, if he bombs, to be a long year. Yes, it is. But we know how good Kenny is when he's on it, man. Yep. We know how good he is. Yep. And so it's hard to bet against that. Yep. If he, I think if he can pull it, uh, Cooper Webb of, what was it, 2015? Yeah. 2016? 2016. Where he came in, hurt with the broken wrist, and just managed for the first half of the season. Just managed it. Was, you know, up there and doing well. And then the second half of the season, it's on. Because we know, and we're going to talk about the last guy because he's the defending champion, but I will stand by my comments. In 2016, there's not been a guy that I've seen that could beat that Ken Roxon. Not even Jeffrey Hurlings this year, I don't think, would beat that Ken Roxon. No. I mean, Kenny did stuff that we haven't seen in a very long time. I mean, dude, when your average your moto wins by 28 to 30 seconds and you win 20 out of 24, or 20 out of 24 motos, like, dude, and I know that's that's almost ages ago in motocross years, and yep. that was a completely different bike, and he's never raced outdoors on a Honda, and he's got a dial in that bike, but, ah, dude, I just, I have so much faith in Kenny, and we saw how this season was going in Supercross before he decided to let his ego get the best of him. Yep. You know? So it's like, you know if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be him. Yep. So that does beg the question is is that i know we're, there's a lot of ifs but what does what does kenny do this year i think he's in that title talk for sure i, think, I think there's three main guys baggett kenny and one guy we haven't talked about yet yep. and i think those are your three main title talk guys and then you have the outsider of marv mm -hmm. and i think that's it i think those are your four title guys really for the year so, I mean, I'm just, until it doesn't happen, I'm going to keep continuing that I, I believe in Kenny. I, I mean, dude, he literally came back, and I know it's been talked about way too much. He almost lost his freaking arm. Mm -hmm. And he came back, and he raced, and he was in third in the points, going for second place, or second in the points. So it's like, man, you just can't bet against that dude. Nope. So. Nope. So, yeah, he, yeah, oof, God, I hope, fingers crossed. I know, right? Just make it through outdoors, buddy. Mm -hmm. Just make it through outdoors. Yep. So, anything else with Honda here before nope. we move on? Okay, great. Next team, Rockstar, Energy Factory, Husky team. Bobby 20, Hewitt owned. 2018 Supercross champs here. What does Dean Wilson do? He had a rough Supercross season, let's be real. I think he's an 8 to 12 dude. It's pretty much him, Weston, Craig. That's pretty much Yep. Pretty much the area that he's going to be in. Yep, and I think that if he wants to really get a ride next year, yep. he needs to put it in the uh, 10, 5 to 10 range more often than that. Otherwise, he's going to have an issue. Yeah, it's kind of hard to disagree with that because, like I said, I think that him and Weston and Craig are so close in speed that it's hard to believe that they are not going to be all bunched up together most yeah. of the year. I mean, Dino, you know, he's still going with some through, with some nagging pain injuries. You know, he's got deep, bro uh, deep tissue bruises and stuff, but I think he's finally starting to turn it around a little bit on that side. Things are looking up. But, I mean, once again, you know, we talked about it, but then you're talking about Barsha, and, you know, the next guy we're going to talk about, like, the class, the top five is so hard to get into right now. Like, it's going to be so hard. You know, and I said the same thing to a couple different people. You know, Dino and Weston were in the top five quite a bit last year. Mm -hmm. If they even sniffed the top five one time this year, that's a success. That's a surprise. So it's like, dude, so I, I'd have to agree. I think that he's an 8 to 12 guy where it's like, man, can you really even see him being better than 6-1 moto? Because it, it's hard. I, I'll say the same yeah. thing about Weston. I don't know if they can. I don't know either. I man. really don't. It's going to be rough. So uh, that'll move to the 
2018 Supercross champion, Jason Anderson. Anderson. He'll be in the top 20 every week. <laughs> Dude, you and I have talked about this. We've li- I've literally heard on different podcasts that he has told reporters somewhat off the record of, yeah. I don't give a shit about outdoors if I win this Supercross title, which he did. I don't see him doing anything. So my to big be question really is... really honest with you, I don't see him doing... Okay. Well, somebody's got to fill that sixth... Sixth place spot. I'm gonna say let's 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 correct this here. Yes. Okay? Top twenty is excessively bad. Yeah. We're being a little facetious. Yes. But dude, I'm gonna be really surprised if he's battling for wins, to be really honest with you. Oh, I don't see him getting wins. I don't see him getting even close. He was close last year. We know what happened the year before at the MX of Nations, you know, before he got landed on and stuff. Like Anderson is a good guy outdoors. I think people forget that. You know, he's not just a super cross specialist. He is a good outdoors. I mean, hell, look what he did, you know, at Redbud. He was dead last in the first turn and came all the way back to third and had the second fastest lap time. And he did it, you know, a couple rounds before that. But once again, Won a Supercross championship. Doesn't really have any incentive because he wasn't. He wouldn't have. He never would have won the outdoor championship. But he didn't have. You know, there was no more bonus money if he would have won outdoors compared to Supercross. Mm-hmm. The real question is: Is had he not won Supercross and he was full on actually focused, where would he have been? Well, I think that he's a top five guy. Okay. And he's at least in the conversation, but I don't have him in the conversation. So at this point. is he a six to ten guy? With a couple top five appearances? Yeah, I would say probably, yeah. I think the only time you really see him really go for it is if he just rips a massive hole shot and yeah. everybody's stacked up. Yeah. But I think the moment that if Eli or Kenny or Marv or Baggett are pressuring him, he's just going to say, nope, sorry. I'm just, just go, go, go ahead, guys. Yeah, okay. have fun. Sorry. Have fun. Sorry. I want a super yeah, I got I got a couple million dollars because of that, but all right, just keep going. So see you later. Uh, so, yeah, honestly, I think six to ten with a couple appearances in the top five. But yeah. other than that, I don't really expect much. He has no, no reason to. No, not unless, not unless he comes back next year and is like, I'm going to win both this year. If he comes in with that attitude of I'm Which is a little both, scary considering yeah. he's consistent enough to do it. Yes. I mean, we could see another Ryan Dungey-esque. Who, who knows? Maybe he's like Marv here, and he's consistent, and he just pulls top fives all year and wins this title, never wins a race or a moto. Dude, will people blow their freaking mind if he actually did that? I'm not saying he's going to, but if he did win the outdoor title just because he did what you said? Oh, yeah. When people would lose their freaking like, minds. Like, it like 85%. Oh, he did the next Ryan Villapoto. Yeah. He just did something we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, 6-10 to 10 with a couple top fives. I mean, I don't know, man. It's really hard to say he's going to really try. Maybe he'll win all the time and make us look really stupid. No, I, I think I'm doubtful. He, but yeah. I don't think he can run that pace for 35 minutes. No. So, so all right, anything else about Husky nope. here? Nope. Okay, cool. Nope. Then we'll move on to the last team. So last team on the list here, Monster Energy, Kawasaki. JG. Where uh, Where's JG going to finish this year? Because he had a couple good rides last year before he got hurt. He. <laughs> Is he a 12 to 16 guy? <laughs> God, I feel like such a dick thing. Nine, 9 to 16. 9 to. 9 to 16. No, no, 9 to 25. Yeah. <laughs> God, no. Oh, man. You know he's going to be good at the first three rounds. Let's yes, he, he always is. He'll be 38 years old, come back in the back of a van with a practice bike, and he'll still get a top 15. Dude, he'll get a top 10 at freaking Glen Ellen. Oh, my God. That's his house. That is his house. His house. Um, I don't, dude, I don't dude, know. I don't know I think either. This is, and I think this is his last year, to be honest with you. I think I'm going so to be fully serious with you guys. I think this is his last year. Yeah. I think that they got a lot of prospects coming up that 
uh, factory team wants to bring up, and I think he's just I think he's on his way out, which kind of sucks for him because he's not even really an outdoor guy anymore. Yeah, but he's I mean I think he'll be in the conversation of at least he's not going to finish you know like way down the list. Mm-hmm. But I don't okay. So, Actually, no, maybe he won't be in the conversation because he's just going to be in that kind of middle group of, like I said, like, let's say 8 to 15. Is he going to be the worst factory guy? No. Who's going to be the... Okay, because I was thinking, you know, you talk about Bloss and you talk about Dino and... Not that those guys are bad, but I'm just saying, if you talk about all the guys that aren't expected to win... Cooper Webb is going to be the worst factory guy. All right, yeah, well, I, I mean, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. So, I mean, what, a 10... Is he a 10 to 15 guy, a 12 to 16 guy? I just said an 8 to 15. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. All Cause, right. Because in the first three rounds, he's going to do well. So those will be the high points that yep. we get up into like the eight-ish range. Well, but then after that, I mean, pfft. and when they go east coast, when we start getting into ninety-five, hundred degree weather, he's just going to be like, nope, sorry, I don't. Fastest want to qualifier at Glen Helen. Oh, for sure. So, it's happen. I mean, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. So. And then you've got his teammate, who's the defending champ. What does he do this year, buddy? <sighs> go ahead, start us off. I'll wait. Why? Because you know I want to throw shade at him. Yeah, because you've been throwing shade at him for Dude, weeks now. I don't know, man. I don't know. He's, he the, do? he's the defending champion, but, like, let's be real. Let's be real. What does Eli Tomac do best? Go super fast and crash. He goes super fast and crashes. Like, come on, guys. I'm not trying to, like, be over dramatic, but, like, Dude, he almost threw the championship away last year. Yes, he did. When he could not figure out what to do. Do I push and try to go win, or do I back it down, but that's not my style? So I'm changing my technique to stuff I'm not comfortable with. Like, and then the bike's doing different things. Like, I just, dude, everybody thinks that every year Eli is the favorite to win. And, yes, he won the championship. And, I, dude, I was one of the first people to commend him for that last year because there was a time where I was thinking, holy crap, he's literally going to blow this, just like he did in Supercross. But it's like, you got to at some point be real about this. He is going to be probably the fastest guy, at least 95% of the races. And then he's going to have motos where he comes out the first moto of the day, and you're like, what the hell is he doing? He is literally going to ride around in 10th for 25 minutes and then go to 5th, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, I want to strangle this kid. I think it's going to be a roller coaster. Okay, but the problem is is that with, if everybody stays healthy, he can't do you got, Are we... Let's be real, he got lucky last year with the way he rode at the end of the season that he won that championship. I'm just going to be perfectly honest. I know a lot of people would say different because he won by 20 points, but Marvin was down by like 65 after the halfway point, and he came back and it was within 20. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real, he got freaking lucky. And dude, the way he rode at Unadil, and I know that was a mud race, that was pathetic. Like, I've never seen a champion, just, I've never seen that out of somebody. It was bad. It was really bad. Like, I know that that's a mud race, and that's an outlier, but let's be real. Like, you're expected to do at least top five in races like that, and Cole Sealy passes you like you're standing still. Mm-hmm. So, I don't I don't know, dude. Like, you know you want... I know... I think he's going to win Hangtown by, like, a minute, but then I think you're going to have races he finishes, like, 20th. And you can't do that. No. Yeah, I mean, you know... Okay, he's the defending champion. You know he's a title contender because he is every year, but look what happened in Supercross. But, yeah, no, nah, I don't know. Like, I'm with you. There's such a big question mark. Again, we talked earlier. He's been training outdoors for a month now. Mm-hmm. So, because he, he's not really in the Supercross title chase. So, okay, fine. He's coming in better prepared than last year, but, man, I just... I don't know. You can't fix... You can practice and train all you want, but you can't fix your mental state. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. And it's like, you once again... It's hard to disagree that he's not going to be the fastest guy 95 or 90% of the time. But once again, that doesn't matter. He won eight races this year in Supercross and didn't win the title. And he lost by, what was it, 35? Like, dude, that's, like, almost inconceivable. Yeah. 
Like, like I said, that's James Stewart reincarnated. He's come back as a as a white, white guy. guy from the mountains with a beard. With a beard. So it's like, that man, hunts elk. I don't. <laughs> he hunts weird. He hunts pterodactyls. Yes. What do you hunt? Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> in hunt, the mountains. Exactly. And I shoot them and kill them with my bare hands. But I don't know, man. Like I don't know. Like I don't want to be disrespectful because he is the defending champion. And he is still Eli Tomac. But at some point, you know, you how got... many races does he win this year? Well, I, I was going to get to that when we get to our moto win, moto people who wins motos. So let's not jump ahead of ourselves. We're trying to have some structure here. But are we both on the same train that we just don't know what to think because it is Eli? Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's really here we are again. Even though we have a defending champ in this, you know, I know Supercross we didn't. Mm-hmm. But dude, we're up in the air like that. Who's gonna Who's gonna take the reins? Is he gonna be a one and done? And you can't bank on consistency because that's not Eli. No. Like, if, okay, if Eli's gonna win this championship, it's gonna be solely because he has won. Let's yeah. be real. He's not gonna because and I didn't realize this because I don't pay attention. But somebody was saying that he won the championship last year with the lowest point total in twenty years. Maybe he goes 24-0. Oh, we're not going to get to that shit again. It's not going to happen. He's not. He's not. He's not going to. Eli Tomac will never win 24, 24 races. Well, don't say never because nothing never happens. Well, okay, nothing never happens and anything can happen and stuff. But let's be real. I don't know if Eli Tomac can string three races together, let alone 24 motos. Maybe he does. Maybe he comes in this year and he's just like, I'm going to dominate. I lost to, was it 2007, 2008 there? Yeah, he was 24 to 108. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Maybe, maybe he's, maybe, dude. I'm not James, buying into James that. James Stewart reincarnated. I'm not buying into that. I tried to buy it. We tried to buy into that last year, and we looked dumb after round three. You know how we'll know that's going to happen? If he is still on Kawasaki when they have another night race at Thunder Valley. That's the year he goes 24 <laughs> Yep, that's it. And we're just going to secretly make it a Honda. We're going to put some green plastic on a Honda. Whatever you know, it a takes. Single Whatever it takes. So, yeah, so I don't really know, man. He's, you know, it's kind of like when we go into Supercross next year of, well, is Jason Anderson going to repeat the title? It's going to be like, ah, I don't know yet. You know, until we start getting someone who wins a couple of these in a row type deal or a couple of these, period, it's like, man, it's hard to say. And once again, hard it, to say. It is. It's really hard to because Eli is the most, you know, you're just, you're we hesitant are, about everything. We are just waffle, 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 waffle. I mean, seriously. A lot of, I mean, we called Ken Roxon to win the Supercross Championship and everybody else called Eli Tomac and some people called Marv and Jason Anderson wins it. Yes. So, like, by that, by that structure, Blake Baggett's going to win the Outdoor Championship. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I guess, uh, I, don't I don't know. know. It makes me want to pull my hair out thinking about it, but we'll see what happens. So. Okay, so let's get into this, the wrapping moto, this up here. Moto wins and champion. Who wins moto? We're not going to do overalls, guys, because that's really, we'll do the same thing for 250s. It's really hard. Just moto wins, which I have a few guys, I think, who are going to win a moto that might surprise you. Baggett wins a moto. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Kenny wins a moto. Eli wins a moto. Marv wins a moto. Those are like the safe, easy ones. But I don't know who to put as like an outlier. Because I mean look like Boba won one last year, you know? Um I think Barsha wins one. That's it. That's five guys. That's all I got. That's all I got. Those five are winning motos this year. They'll split all of them. Go ahead. Well it's kinda, well now it's kinda hard because I pretty much had the same freaking people. I mean that's gonna be your top five, but but and I know you're gonna be shocked when I say this, but my outlier and I I'm thinking it's probably going to happen at the end of the year when, crazy enough, the title will probably be already wrapped up. I'm going to say Christian Craig wins the moto. 
Really? Yes. That yeah. does kind of... Yes, exactly. I told you I was going to throw you for a loop. It's just one guy, Christian Craig. Because why not? Say we get to Iron Man. Christian Craig just rips a holy, and everybody's buried in the first turn, and he just sprints away by the 20-minute mark. I mean, He's going to do exactly what Bogle did. Yeah. And let's be real. I could see Christian Craig winning a moto before I was going to see Justin Bogle winning a moto. Yeah, this is also true. So I'm not going to say it's 100%. I'm literally like 15 to 20, but I think there's going to be any guy outside of Barsha, Baggett, Marv, Kenny, and Eli, it's going to be Christian Craig. I would have loved to have said Weston Pike. I maybe even would have said Dino, but the problem with those guys is their starts are way too up and down. I would have told you no effing way. And that's my thing. They're faster than Christian, in my opinion, but their starts are not even close to as good. Nope. So, that. So, title. Three, two, one, pick. I want you to go. I want you to go first. I want you to go first. And I have a feeling we're going to say the same people. Is it not Eli Tomac? Is that bad? I'm playing out scenarios in my head. Is that really bad? Yeah, I know. It's really bad that we have a guy that won last year and is dominant outdoors. Like, he can win every single weekend. If he, could, he could go 24 0. And we're like, yeah, let me think. Honestly, you know, I'm going to say he's going to win it because there's just too much. I would love to say Kenny, but there's too much of a question mark mm -hmm. around him yep. at this point. I'm going to put Blake Baggett. You motherfucker. <laughs> I have Blake Baggett, guys. Damn it. I wanted him. Ugh. So we picked the same one, and we did not discuss that before coming no, on here either. No, this was totally off the cuff, guys. But, yeah. Nah, I, it's hard, dude. He's got the speed, the consistency, and you know what? I can't believe I'll say hard this. hard to do it because he rode with no damn thumb. And I'll put his endurance against up against anybody I in the class. I will, too, yes. So, okay, so we both think Baggett's going to win the title. We've got the same five dudes winning a moto with you having Christian Craig as an extra. What do you guys think? Comment below. This has been the 2018 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross 450 preview show. Uh, we will do the 250 preview show next week. That's going to be long. Race. That's going to be long because there's a lot of contenders there. Mm -hmm. And um, this has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings. Make sure you subscribe, follow us on Facebook, click the Amazon, the Patreon, and the Teespring links down below. Go buy stuff, T-shirts, donate, whatever. If not, just comment, subscribe, and smash that like button. Like I said, we'll see you guys next week with our 250 outdoor preview show. And that's it.